0: Everyone, I'm Chelsea Butler, executive editor of KBB Magazine, which is the official publication of the NKBA and KBiz. And as I'm sure you all know, KBiz 2022 registration opened on September 1st, and we wanted to find out what's in store for next year's live event. Today, I'm talking to Jason McGraw, the KBiz show director and Mike Waterman, chief sales officer of Visit Orlando. Welcome gentlemen, and thank you so much for joining me.
1: Glad to be here, Chelsea. Thank you. Thrilled to be part of it.
0: All right, we'll get right into it. So, again, as we know, Cave, its registration opened yesterday. So, Jason, what can you tell us about how to go about that and any specials that are going on?
1: Well, uh, you know, it's been four years since we've been back to Orlando. And more importantly, it's been two years since we've had an in person show uh you know here as we're we're trying to work our way through uh pandemic and, and getting back to business. So it's really exciting actually to be thinking about gathering again together, having the whole industry uh back together at one place one time. And uh, you know, that in itself is 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 thrilling for us uh to be planning for the show and now the registration's open. Uh but we're still months away and uh, a lot of preparations are underway for uh getting back to our, uh, the Orange County Convention Center. She's been a great host in the past for the event. Uh, and just a reminder that you know KBiz is co-located with the International Builders Show under the Design and Construction Week uh, umbrella. And uh, you know it'll be a magnificent uh, showcase of uh, everything in the home, kitchen and bath, construction, remodeling, product services, uh, new feature areas this year. Uh, so it's really gonna be the one-stop shop honestly, uh, the, the massive showroom, if you will, uh, to see the latest and greatest products uh, that really kick off business uh, in 2022.
0: So for registration, we go to kbiz.com is probably the easiest way to go about it. And then you can see all the different packages and everything that's available um, leading up to and then at the show as well.
1: Well, uh, yes, Chelsea, on, on kbiz.com, you can find all the, the show information Uh, schedule information about the pavilions. Uh, Most importantly, uh, see all the uh, current list of exhibitors, the floor plan, uh, to find out what's located where, uh, all the registration package options. Uh, New this year, uh, NKBA's Voices from the Industry uh, Conference program will also uh, be hybrid and have an on-demand component to it. So, uh, both in-person and online, uh, this year we're really, you know, extending the experience uh, of the event. So there's options to enjoy content both online at the show or sharing with your colleagues, uh, perhaps that they can't make it in person to the show this year. But, uh, you know, we recognize that it's been a challenge coming out of the pandemic uh, with travel uh, restrictions. And, and hopefully that's uh, getting better uh, by showtime, uh, of course. But, uh, you know, there are many options available there. We're planning to invest a lot more this year And the uh, on-site experience in terms of capturing more of the content by video, uh, our stage sessions on the next stage, and other areas of the show floor, uh, having a lot more of that content available, then also sharing more of that digital experience as well on on kbb.com.
0: Okay, so given that this will be a live event after the virtual one earlier this year, Jason, what do you think attendees and exhibitors are most looking forward to in 2022?
1: Well, uh, <clears throat> probably moving away from this experience, uh, you know, we're all on, <laughs> online on a, a Zoom call, uh, et cetera, but, uh, you know, uh, seeing people face-to-face, I mean, this is a very uh, communal industry, um, you know, we like to see, touch, feel, taste. Uh, and so that opportunity to reconnect in person, to be able to, uh, you know, see the products firsthand, to, to touch them, to feel very tactile, you know, surfaces and and designs of, of products. You really have to see that in person to really, um, you know, get the full scope of uh, the features and benefits of new products. Um, But it's also connecting with colleagues and making new business connections and and renewing relationships that you have, uh, you know, with the manufacturers, with the distributors. Um, And so that experience right there fundamentally can't be replicated online. And uh, so getting back together in person at the show uh, is really, you know, our goal to to reunite the industry in a positive way.
0: Jason, can you tell us just a little bit about how health and safety will be addressed at this live event?
1: Well, certainly, and, uh, and that's an evolving process. Today, uh, you know, we are um, following the recommendations of the CDC and state and local officials uh, in, in Orange County uh, with respect to you know mask wearing, no mask wearing, being vaccinated if you're unvaccinated, wearing a mask, uh, et cetera. Um, you know, whether we need to do social distancing or, or how we're setting up the show floor to ensure that people are safe. Uh, you know, Mike, you could probably address, uh, you know, the investment that uh, the Orange County Convention Center has made and, uh, you know, being a, uh, a GBAC star rated facility, Global BioRisk uh, Advisory Council uh, rating, which is the highest rating uh, for health and safety. And, Maybe you could talk a little bit about that, Mike, and, and how you're prepared to, to welcome our attendees.
2: Yeah, look, I think you know what people don't realize: we've hosted over a hundred live events, uh, in-person events, since July last year. So we've got a lot of experience with hosting safe and healthy meetings, and you know we've had a wide variety of you know pre-COVID or, or COVID, no vaccine to vaccine, and mandates have changed, and we've really worked closely with our partners over at the convention center to, you know, to make sure we're doing all the right things. And matter of fact, the convention center, as you mentioned, Jason, was one of the first to receive the global BioRisk risk advisory council accreditation, which is really the gold standard of um, how to keep a clean uh, a venue and how to run a clean event. So there's hand sanitizers all over. There's uh, social distancing signs of three and six feet to stay away and they've really done a great job sort of working with our clients to make sure that, you know whether it's um, having different points of entrance and exits. Um, and, and just so you know, you know, some of the most recent events that we've held of the 100 uh, plus, we had the North American Veterinary Communities, 38th annual um, uh, VMX show that was back in June. They had mm-hmm. o- almost 8,000 folks in a, in a hybrid, in-person 7,700, but also hybrid. We had AAU Junior Volleyball Championship. They were the first event we hosted in July of last year, had about 13,000 folks attend. And then this July actually had 135,000 people in town and held a a safe event with us. ICAST, which is a sport fishing event, uh, just checked out a couple of weeks ago. They were expecting close to 10,000 and actually almost hit 11,000 attendees, again, had a safe and productive event. And to your point, Jason, you know if this pandemic has taught us anything, the value of live in-person face-to-face events has never been more important. And and we've actually seen that in our shows, while some of the attendance has been down, like the ICAST show was actually slightly up, but the amount of orders they actually wrote were some of the best they've ever had because Mm -hmm. of this sort of pent up demand.
1: Yeah, we're hearing the same across the trade show industry that uh you know, while numbers may be off on, on some events and, and we're hoping that they, you know, fully bounce back, uh, by February, of course, for, for KBiz, but, uh, you know, that opportunity to do business that pent up demand that's, that's gone on, yep. uh, is, is truly there. And, um, you know, I think regardless of the, the total numbers of attendance, you know, whether, you know, we have, uh, you know, 50, 80, 100,000 people, um, you know, who knows at this point, but, um, you know, the fact of the matter is that everyone who will be attending is highly motivated to be there, right? Right. right. And uh, from the exhibitor perspective, uh, you know, what other opportunity have they had over the last couple of years to engage the channel in the marketplace face to face? It's certainly no opportunity that has tens of thousands of, of visitors. So, you know that in itself, I think it'll be a, a major accomplishment to reestablish the event uh, in person. Uh, you know, reconnect the industry and and provide a, a safe environment uh, for for all that are coming because we have attendees from all across the country, yep. also internationally, that that come to uh, Design and Construction Week and KBiz and and the Builder Show and. You know, it's important to us, uh, the, the health and safety of our, of our guests and our exhibitor personnel, and um, also to ensure a smooth running and, and pleasant experience, uh, you know, uh, travel-wise, hotel-wise, et cetera. Um, I noted recently, I was in Orlando for a site visit. I was actually there during the, the volleyball tournament, sure. which was incredible. Um, never seen so many volleyball courts in my life at one place yeah. at one time. Uh, But it was amazing with the amount of visitors. But I also noticed that, you know, a little segue here to, you know, many of the hotels have renovated, uh, you know, since we were there last, you mentioned there's a a lot of new attractions and, and restaurants, uh, all along international drive. Uh, There are a lot of new um, properties and, uh, you know, the lot of the road work had been completed over the last couple of years. The, the beeline connector from the airport, you know, very streamlined experience. Uh, I was really, really impressed how how uh, up to date, modern, and prepared uh, Orlando was as a destination to to welcome back events like you mentioned.
2: Yeah, look, you know, you know, back to to kind of round up the the you know sort of the safety component. You know, I know Florida sort of gets a, a wrap, um, which Orlando obviously falls into as sort of this wild wild west. But we had our mayor, uh, Orange County Mayor Demings, was really uh, crucial. We had a mass mandate on early, early in the pandemic, and that was just uh, released uh, right after Memorial Day, um, and and he just announced Orange County government employees are going to be uh, required to be fully vaccinated and wear masks indoors. So we still take this, you know, safety components, you know, in, in a huge way. I mean, Orlando has always pre-pandemic been known as one of the safest and most enjoyable places on earth. And we really take that responsibility um, all the way to the, not only our individual leisure travelers, but our, our meeting attendees. But to your point, and we were talking a little bit before this started, but I started my career here 25 years ago and hadn't been back in a while. And man, what's, what's happened to Orlando over the last really four, five, six years is remarkable. You know, Disney is going to be celebrating their 50th anniversary beginning October 1st, and that's going to run. They won't tell us how long, a year, 18 months, but for sure during your conference, it's going to be in full swing. They have a couple of new rides at Epcot, Remy's, Ratatouille Adventure. SeaWorld is going to open this fall. The first ever launch coaster called Icebreaker, uh, the, the, apparently the steepest vertical drop in Florida. Um, Jurassic World Velocicoaster, which I rode on, which is crazy fun for his fastest and tallest launch coaster, opened at Universal Studios. So, you know, there's a ton of stuff at our parks. Also, um, Icon Park, which is really within walking distance of the convention center. Um, they've added the Star Flyer and, and a couple more thrill rides coming on, Slingshot and Freefall, which are being built right now. And to your point, really the hotels and attractions have used this time during COVID to sort of ramp up their Uh, renovation and their additions of new products, um, really to take advantage of, you know, sort of at early on the lower occupancies and it's really kind of paid off. You know, I4 has never looked better. It's not quite done yet, but it's as good as it's been in years. So it makes the traffic flow a little bit easier, but it's, I I guarantee your attendees are really going to appreciate and enjoy sort of the new attractions and what's happening in, in Orlando. Matter of fact, just last night I was at Blake Sheldon's place called Old Red, which is also an icon park, live entertainment every night, uh, live music every night, which is great. Great food. Um, Gordon Ramsay just opened last month. His fish and chips restaurant also in the convention district. So there's just a a ton of stuff going on.
1: I would just add, you know, from our site visit, you know, I was just really impressed with the, the, the number of new restaurants, you know, along Sand Lake, Uh, Dr. Phillips, uh, Delagio, you know, within, you know, literally minutes, you know, probably 15 minute, you know, Uber cab drive uh, from the convention center. But uh, a lot more options to uh, dine, to entertain, uh, to relax. And certainly, if you're so inclined, get thrilled with some new thrill rides. There you go. uh, You you know, uh, in the area, you know, which, to me, it just completes the experience, right? For many, you know, and especially this time of year, it'll be wonderful to go to Florida, you know, when it's sunny and delightful outside, especially if you're coming from a a Northern winter climate. Uh, And so maybe you take some holiday or maybe you bring your family with you and, and uh, you really uh, add more value to that, uh, that trip uh, in the experience. And I I think that's, uh, you know, I know with the show rotating back and forth between Orlando and Las Vegas and, in recent years and going back to Las Vegas in 23, you know, there's often comparisons made, you know, of the opportunities, but I would say that, you know, the, the convention facilities are top notch. It's very easy to, to, to get around the meeting space, the expo hall convenience to the hotels. Uh, You know, we have extensive shuttle bus uh, service that we're going to deploy to get between the hotels and the convention center Uh, connector shuttle between the to uh, pieces of the building, the the West Hall and the, the South building that we're using for our exhibits. And so from that experience standpoint, uh, it should be better than ever uh, when we've been in Orlando and uh, with more dining and entertainment options, uh, you're definitely gonna have a, a, a wonderful experience. Chelsea, you had some other questions for us today. <laughs>
0: you've gone through a bunch of them yeah so um i guess in planning for you know visiting some of these attractions and restaurants um mike would you say that you know that some of the the attendees should be doing some of the legwork in advance to like really see where they want to go
2: yeah absolutely you know I, I will tell you what we've seen um fairly recently this summer the parks were selling out all three parks city world universal and disney so um, you know you know the date of your conference, and as Jason said, man, we'd love to have you come down before or stay after, bring your family, and really enjoy what Orlando has to offer. But you do have to make, and that may change over time, but right now, you do need to make pre-reservations into the parks, uh, buy your tickets early, and, and, and kind of lock in your spot if you're looking to go see the parks. Uh, restaurants, not quite um, as, as, as crazy as the parks have been. But you know, if if you want to go see one of the high-end restaurants, um, probably worth not this far out, but you know, a couple of weeks out to go ahead and, and place your um, reservations right. in advance. But like I said, Orlando's never looked better. Our hotels, the Hilton's done done a major lobby renovation. The Rosen, which is one of your headquarter hotels, has also taken the time to really completely redo their meeting space, their lobby, uh, their nine restaurants. So you know, it really I think for those attendees that haven't been here in a while. Um, even even those who haven't been there in a couple of years um will be really pleasantly surprised point orlando's got three or four brand new hotels and that literally mm-hmm. is just a block from across the street from the convention center Hampton social just opened um and it's really a lot of fun uh easy access don't even need to use a car to get over to that facility and mm-hmm. a lot of the high drive facilities as well
1: yeah that's uh it, it is very convenient uh you know we keep re- re- repeating that but uh I hope uh, those of you that are viewing us today uh, will understand that it's, uh, it's, it's different, uh, enhanced, improved, uh, all new, uh, ready to, to welcome us back. Uh, so we're excited about that for sure. Can't wait.
0: So Jason, I'm gonna wrap up our conversation. You alluded to some of these things before, but what can attendees expect out of the 2022 show? Are there some new features you wanna talk about?
1: Yes, in fact, uh, you know many of our, um, our our great features like Best of K Biz, Next Stage. Uh, many of our pavilions um, are are coming back. Uh, more importantly, all of our major brands are back with you know similar sized spaces as the 2020 show. Um, I think uh, it will be certainly very impressive uh, on the show show floor. Uh, We're reaching out to to new companies as well. Um, We've added some new pavilions this year, um, a wellness pavilion, an ICFF uh, high design uh, pavilion for the luxury segment. Um, We have an outdoor uh, pavilion. Uh, We're looking to add some new uh, smart home uh, kiosks and, and tour at the show. Uh, We still have our Discovery District where new to market companies, uh, excuse me, will be on the floor. Uh, So there will be uh, literally a cornucopia of of exhibits uh, and programming uh, at the show this year that really touch on today's trends. Uh, You know, clearly uh, a lot has changed in the marketplace. Uh, The housing and remodeling market have been on fire, uh, you know, as people have been investing more in their homes and, uh, and we see that trend uh, continuing, clearly people are working from home. So, you know, the the needs to adapt to that in terms of the designs and, and, and customer demand is really kind of reshaping uh, products. We're seeing uh, technology get uh, more in, uh, involved and included in the uh, discussions in terms of the, the home. We're seeing, you know, smart appliances and smart lighting fixtures and shower fixtures and all those, uh, uh, types of uh, products that have have new features certainly the wellness discussion is is very uh, key today as we look at uh, at uh, wellness in the home and fitness and lighting uh, as well as uh, you know the surfaces, uh, you know uh, touchless uh, uh, products as well. Um, you know and and at the same time we have uh, an aging uh, population as well. so there's more, aging in place considerations, uh, more senior living. Uh, so there's, there's quite a bit uh, that's changed over the last couple of years trend-wise. We're gonna talk about that uh, at the show and in the conference sessions, and we'll see it on the show floor with the, uh, the new products. Um, I can also comment after taking a recent personal vacation to Florida that the housing market in Florida is, is booming there is absolutely new construction uh, everywhere across the state and the Southeast and as it's been uh, across the country, but uh, th- there's certainly a great demand for, for products, customers that wanna see new products, uh, showrooms that wanna pick up new, new lines uh, and adapt and evolve their businesses. So uh, we think Orlando is a perfect destination uh, to come back together uh, for KBiz 2022 um i can say unequivocally that uh that orange county uh, and visit orlando is the center of hospitality they've definitely rolled out the red carpet uh for us and for all of our attendees and exhibitors so we really appreciate uh your support mike and that of the uh, convention bureau and the convention center and and the entire hotel and hospitality community in orlando it's great to see it come back coming out of this pandemic and uh and people, you know, living their lives, getting back to business, getting back to shows and, and, and getting ready for what's next.
0: All right, great. So registration is open for KBiz 2022. And we hope to see everyone there in February. We're excited. Thank you so much for joining us.